0: On the record segment on JewelVertigan.com, this segment presented by the Berg Speedway in Luxembourg. And we're here with a guy who's got some roots in the Luxembourg area, dabbled in asphalt for a while, and now is kind of the crew chief, car owner of sorts for uh, for uh, his son Luke Lemons, Rick Lemons uh, from Kiwani. How's things going? Ooh, not too bad. Talk about how you first got involved with the sport of racing, and and how that bug, uh, when did you get bitten by it, and and tell us the details. Oh,
1: 1987, way back in the day. That was, my brother bought a car. He let me pack pack track one day, and and I got hooked. Next week I had a car, and been going since I've been 15.
0: So it was in your backyard, Luxembourg, Speedway, right? Was it TriStar back then, or was it Well, Rich Slabowski had it for those couple of years?
1: Rick Shebalski had it back then when I first started. I remember that. Yeah, he's a good guy.
0: And it was a street stock, right?
1: Yep, correct. Street stock, wasn't it? I don't know what you call them nowadays, but they were street stocks back then.
0: Was it pretty crude? Oh. They
1: were bad. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd put my dog in it. Let it go around the track. No.
0: That bad. But you guys build a lot of the stuff from scratch on your own.
1: Yeah, with front and house and a gravel driveway, we'd put them together, work on them, shovel the snow out in the winter, and keep on working.
0: Was it like the thing to do in the '80s when you're you're a teenager? Hey, let's go racing. Was it a? You get your buddies and your neighborhood kids together. Hey, let's let's go do this on Friday nights. So was it kind of a deal like that?
1: Exactly. Every and everybody everybody had one sitting in their garage. I mean, it didn't matter who you were. They were so cheap, everybody could do it.
0: Was it a deal where, and I remember I interviewed Freddie Davister for one of my books, and he said that Friday nights at Luxembourg, it was like a happening. It's like you didn't want to miss it. Was that kind of your take on, on the racing back then in the 80s and 90s?
1: Exactly. Everybody wanted to be part of it. It's like all your friends from school, work, wherever. I mean, everybody just wanted to be involved in it back then.
0: So, you did the street stock thing on the dirt for a while, and then eventually um, you decided to make a switch over to the pavement. What prompted that? I remember there was a conversation with a certain promoter at one time, and uh, something happened there. How much you want to care to elaborate on that? I, I remember you telling me this story a long time ago. Something about a case of beer.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yep, that was. <laughs> Got a little hectic on the dirt track out there, and great. Right. I won't mention any names or anything, but. No. Yeah. I never went back to that track again.
0: So tell us what you did after that once uh, the 98 season rolled around. You decided to go play on the pavement.
1: Yeah, I mean, my brother owned the car, and he decided to see if I want to drive some pavement, and I said, yeah, so we did. And that's the rest
0: was history, I guess. We'll talk about the track. At the time, it was 141 Speedway had reopened, and the Mid-American Series was... Uh, uh, what you ran the series and you ran at the racetrack, so what was it like in the early days getting that thing going there and, and racing close in your backyard on the pavement? You had a pretty big fan following, didn't you?
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, because we were chasing the series and that was it got kind of tight because there was a lot of traveling back then uh, at least the gas prices were cheap back then. Yes. The 141 opened it was like, hell yeah, I'm sorry about language, but heck yeah we are going to stick around home and
0: see what happens. Well, and it worked well for you because I know in 98 you won the track championship and I would almost call him an arch rival at the time Was and both of you guys had good fan followings. <laughs> Greg Hayes was a heck of a wheel. You guys had some good battles not only at 141 Speedway on the pavement but also on the road as well. Oh, yeah, he
1: was that guy... Still to the day, he's tough no matter where he goes. I mean, we get along really good, we still get along today, and
0: we're pretty fierce competitors on the track. So, you did the mid-AM thing for quite a while, didn't you? Yeah, right up to the end. I mean, what years roughly do you remember?
1: Uh, in 98. Uh, 2001. That's when...
0: So you hit a lot of the other tracks in the Midwest. Talk about some of the other ovals that you raced at. I remember going to Rockford and seeing you a couple of times. What were some of the other tracks that you competed at, and uh, how'd you like them? And were some of you, you have some favorites along the way?
1: Oh well, obviously went to Kakana and we went to track in I, Hawkeye Downs in Iowa. That's a neat down, place. Down in Illinois at some tracks and Indiana. Yeah, it was, my favorite track was probably Kakana. Sure. At the time I never
0: really did all that great, but it was a blast to drive. Talk about, uh, there was an accident you had that kind of ended your racing career at one point. Tell us about that, what happened. I believe it was on the pavement at 141, right?
1: Yeah, that was over 141. I remember when Matt Rowe redid that track. And they put that jog right into flakes, and I told him, "I said someone's gonna get hurt there." Right. I never thought it was gonna be me. Sure. We were, oh, I was racing the mid-am. And I had a super truck I was driving for a guy from Michigan, and then there was a... Oh, Roger Parrott. Roger Parrott. I, I remember there. that that truck. Yes. Yep. And then a guy in a mini stock. He was in the points battle, and he was gonna be gone. Wanted me to drive his car for one night, and I did. I think I got. I think I got fast time and then in the feature I had to start towards the back and I was up to fourth and the guy got underneath me in the back and put me right to that jog in
0: the wall. and yeah. That was about it. Was it a head injury or what happened? Neck injury, yep. Okay. But you've obviously stayed involved because eventually then your son Luke Lemons has had himself a pretty successful career and... Uh, it still keeps you busy doesn't it uh wrenching on the car and that kind of thing uh what's it like now being in a you know a car owner slash crew chief role uh do you enjoy that as much as you did the driving part of it
1: oh i drive i enjoy that a lot more than driving because people ask me now do you ever want to get back into driving i said not one bit and right i just i love working on the car and now that luke's back around town he used to be from Milwaukee, Madison, whatever, but now he moved back in the area, so he's out there a lot, nice. open a lot. He how much is does, this? Oh, go ahead. He does actually a lot
0: more in the car than I do now. Right. So talk about how the how the racing game has changed, uh, you know, since the 90s compared to now. Not only the cars, but just the whole racing uh, atmosphere in general. What's different about it than compared to years past?
1: Well, back when I first started, we all get together at a junkyard and try and find racing parts, but. Now we just go down to the local speed shop and you can buy anything you want.
0: Right. You don't find anything out of the junkyard really anymore, do you?
1: No, very rare. There's still, might be a couple out there that do, but you got to keep up with the times. You gotta gotta buy new now.
0: Yeah, you do. And talk about what your guys' plans are for 2021. Uh, You guys are going to hit the road a little bit here and there, right?
1: Planning a lot of traveling. We're going to head down to Bristol, Tennessee and race on the big track and I'm gonna bounce around uh more to big shows and
0: stuff so as a crew chief how are you gonna set that thing up for bristol i mean that's uncharted waters for everybody isn't it
1: <laughs> however luke wants me to set it up that's <laughs> what it's gonna be so yeah, uh, we gotta change some springs change some shocks and sure a bunch of stuff like that so
0: the name of the game in 2021 is hitting the road a little bit right
1: i guess so <laughs> i'll just bring the car where he tells me to
0: all right rick lemons uh kewanee wisconsin thanks for the time thank you joe